This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry. Hafta Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte one announcement i have that is important and i have realized i often forget it many of you discover this podcast on itunes or soundcloud and don't come through our website we have a lot of other stuff on the website other than this wonderful podcast we have other podcasts we have news reports we have videos so come to newslaundry.com and you can see all the other stuff we do and more importantly you can subscribe by paying us money because everything costs money whether it's travel whether it is mics whether it is this office and when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers served go to newslaundry.com and subscribe and help us do a better job than we're doing right now and we know there's scope for improvement and you remember our first mics were all donated yes. by subscribers yes. by subscribers in fact we had push shout out subscribers but yeah just so you know the the first you know when we used to do the podcast our audio equipment of crappy quality and then we got so many complaints and i said nice of you guys to complain so you, you know you spur us on to do better but we can't really afford like eight mics and lo and behold within 10 days we had mics sent by all you wonderful people remember that so let's do that again we need to actually we are targeting about 16 lakhs that we want to collect before the election to send our reporters on the ground so you do you, i mean you get better news content than just six people sitting around a table and just peloing yarn which oh. we need to we need to afford giving them all recording devices yeah. so yes. they can do on the spot and so if you want to contribute a recording de- device such as an iphone or samsung or whatever you can we would welcome it and that would help our reporters to give get you reports that about what is really happening on the ground yeah and then we can just crack jokes here and keep you <laughs> amused but You have to enough of that let's introduce our panel today we have a guest who has a quite a formidable resume neha masih neha is a journalist based in delhi she is the india correspondent for wapo washington post <laughs> so she was from the columbia journalism school or madhu and you oh okay same only about 40 years apart i presume uh, she has worked at the hindustan times and tv and riot what is riot 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 to the y Yes okay. it was a 360 video platform uh, which when i was with them they were with half post when i heard riot i thought it was you know in economics we studied this riot wadi system and bhagidari system but it's a new york based production house <laughs> oh. so it was it's not a rural like bhagidari type system okay so and you've worked at caravan magazine and you've written for new york you've written for caravan new york times and the atlantic so welcome neha thank you wow that's quite a resume quite a resume thank you Gosh, and now that's a killer you can add that you have been on the hafta <laughs> <Absolutely. Yo. laughs> give me five minutes i'll update my bio and come yeah so um i'll just quickly go over all that happened in the world of news uh and then we can discuss some of those issues So Twitter India summoned by parliamentary panel to discuss safeguarding citizens rights this is basically an accusation by some on the right which is very loosely used but on Twitter the RW the right wing led by the revolutionary Tejinder Singh Bagga that right wing you know Twitter users are being removed or blocked or their followers have been taken away in fact even Barkha Dutt has been complaining that her follow account is going down and how is that no, possible no it has been going down but i i know why it's going down mm. because even mine has gone down but it's good because what they've done is they've cleaned out all the bots 
so when i saw followers i used to see like just numbers and na- and you know fake names and in other languages in east european languages in urdu and arabic and all that and all that has disappeared so now when you look at your followers list they're real followers mm. so i applaud that i th- who needs bots just to keep your numbers up so that's there so there but one I, time when they happened to amitabh bachchan and he he to complete all his complaining and all that then somebody he's, he's told him he's obsessed with his popularity then the ed questions vadra over his links to arms dealer and london properties he was question of 5 hours yesterday i don't know how many hours he pulled off today uh, and most importantly his wife priyanka vadra dropped him off for questioning which is a statement patni ka dharm nibhaya डिफरेंटिंग allegedly involved in the delhi riot then there was the, of course the standoff between the bengal police and the cbi a bunch of cbi officials went to bengal to question the police chief in bengal and they were roughed up and you know arrested <laughs> or or restrained by the bengal police so I it was, was very funny only in india but not it is not only in india in fact uh, in that the watergate those guys the cops yeah got these guys no, it's happening and actually it's playing out now uh, right now in america with um uh, recent the latest i won't talk about the previous ones because there's a lot of this clash between the intelligence agencies and trump but the latest one is that trump is saying that his iran policy is much more knowledgeable and better than, than his the, own intelligence yeah, agencies yeah. who don't get the picture but, at all yeah but on four things like he contradicted and said they should go back to school or something ridiculous yeah. Yeah and just a bit of clarification I think we sh- will emerge when we discuss this because a lot of wrong information is being discussed on television regarding this clash CBI versus the Bengal police mm. and what happened in the Supreme Court so I think it's important the hafta clarifies that and then the UK home secretary signs Vijay Mallya extradition order well it'll be great if he comes back just before the election for the BJP and uh, the attorney general files a contempt petition against Prashant Bhushan for tweeting about cases that are happening and the supreme court has said yes you shouldn't be tweeting about cases that are happening i disagree i, I think the supreme court wanted to be so secretive or anything is just I, i really don't know what the obsession with that is hmm. and uh, Yeah, Manisha, and what else we, we have? yeah, we have a new CBI chief, Rishi Kumar Shukla, who's from the 1983 uh, batch, Madhya Pradesh cadre. Uh, there was a bit of a controversy around his appointment. There was dissent from Malikarjun Kharge, and apparently he's also supposed to be the least meritorious of all the other guys who were nominated. We have uh, Rahul Gandhi, who said that Nitin Gadkari is the only uh, guy in BJP with some guts. And Nitin Gadkari said, "I don't need a certificate on courage <laughs> from you." Yeah, mm. and Anna Hazare, who was on fast and broke it. said the bjp used him in 2014 there was oh, an interest nobody's even noticing <laughs> you know the value of a fast is that you you presume that your life is valued by others yeah if they don't value your life you can fast unto death and you're gone like it's happened yeah sure there was an interesting story in the sunday guardian which said that the 2013 coup story that the indian express carried was a plant by congress leaders I don't think anyone's surprised, but it was big news for Republic and Times. Now they ran prime time shows on that. Uh, 251 sedition cases have been filed in Assam since the BJP alliance took over. Donald Trump has said that uh, Nepal and Bhutan were part of India. That's his uh, yeah. nip- and nipple and button. And also how he pronounces Nepal and how <laughs> he pronounces Bhutan. Nipple and button. <laughs> nipple and button. 
and Justice Kaju had a piece, um, four questions for Ranjan Gogoi, which apparently no one in the Indian media wanted to carry. He gave it to an American publication called Indica News. And then Kaju, as always, came on Twitter and said, Indian media is crap. I'm scared. In fact, we'll discuss yeah. that. Yeah. But of course. We <laughs> That's not a surprise. Of course, everyone's scared. But let's start with Niha. What, you th- what do you think was uh, an important piece of news this week? that was covered well or underreported by the media? Well, underreported, none of the political news remains underreported anymore. But I think covered well is the question in everything, Mm. including like the whole Mamta Banerjee uh, center face off between, you know, so how the headlines uh, tweak themselves into positioning one way or the other, I think is the question. But I think uh, something that I found uh, wanting and I actually found it from like an alternative uh, media uh, or legal website called the leaflet was exactly the legalities of what the CBI was trying to do versus what uh, the state government was alleging because it's very easy to kind of uh, uh, give in to the political uh, back and forth but what were the legalities of uh, uh, of what the CBI did so what, what was missed in the general coverage so, so uh, was there a contempt notice or not because some people put that headline when they took it off and some BJP spokesperson and anchors were saying contempt has been issued, but there was no contempt notice. But the, but pre that is also important. Like what the initial CBI action was, because uh, th- it is true that the Supreme Court had ordered the CBI probe and told the state government to cooperate. So that can be read in several ways. But the state government has also taken back its uh, uh, jurisdiction of the CBI to uh, uh, you know investigate cases in the state. So what happens in those cases? And, and these cases don't have so much legal precedence. So it's kind of happening at the first time. There is also separately a Calcutta High Court uh, decision which is in abeyance about uh, the CBI's jurisdiction in the state. So what exactly happens now is is what the Supreme Court should have decided. Uh, but as we have seen in several cases in the recent time that the Supreme Court uh, often tries to take like the middle path without disturbing yeah. uh, either or and saying, okay, you do it, but don't do it either in the center's way or in the state's go way. Go to Shillong. Exactly. Go to Shillong. Uh, you cooperate with them. You carry on your investigation. You show us everything in perhaps a sealed cover and then we will decide or give some f- kind of like middle path way which pleases everyone but pleases no yeah. one ultimately. I think the Supreme Court's become a bit of a you know balancing act, monkey balancing. Your views on on this Anand, is it a victory for Mamta Di or is it a victory for Modi? Which Di? No, you have to ask like TV people ask. Is it a slap on Modi or is it a slap on Mamta? Is it a slap on Modi or a slap Modi on Mamta? Modi Mamta slapped or Mamta slapped? Hashtag slap. No, that has to be answered by their chicks. So, uh, their by their cheeks. cheeks. <laughs> so, uh, you see, to uh, as he was saying, Nia was saying, so, uh, the precedence, the first, the legal technicalities of it, uh, more than that, it the administrative procedure for that. So, a senior police officer sitting with uh, a political leader. On a dharna. Uh, but she was not just a political leader, she was her chief minister. He works under, because she is the executive head of the state. Now, it is a very grey area, means uh, all India services are governed by All India Services Rule 1968. And specific for IPS, the Polish Commission from 78 to 81 rules. Now, there is a very uh, dramatic precedent to the whole episode that was in 97. And uh, uh, the United Front government uh, led by Indra Kumar Gujral. 
and when CBI went to arrest Lalu Prasad Yadav in Patna, hmm. the Chief Secretary BP Verma didn't uh, accept the letter, and the DGP SK Saxena, if I remember, he said that uh, he is not available in office. Now CBI had to approach the army, army's assistance to uh, arrest arrest Mr. Lalu Prasad Yadav. Mm-hmm. And even that, uh, the army, the Danapur cantonment officer, I'm forgetting his name, he said that we will follow civil authorities' order. And that again means the IES and IPS brass of the same state. Mm-hmm. Now, it went to the CBI court, and then they directed that the district magistrate of Patna assist CBI in arresting him. Now, it had a precedent of confrontation. Now, that's the administrative side of it. The second is the whose victory is this? I think uh, um, two things. First is that uh, in this whole confrontation, Mamta Banerjee uh, was trying to, uh, in terms of political messaging, what I speculate is that she is trying to portray the Bengali pride against the growing surge of um, BJP on the Bengal's electoral turf, the Bengali pride versus a national party. Hmm. Uh, a BJP, if you see the pattern, it is trying to discredit the major contenders of prime ministership in post-poll uh, scenario. Yeah. Mm. Now, they are saying that this is your Mamta Banerjee. She is a possible contender for prime minister. So this is Akhilesh Yadav, mm. mining case. And they have... Mayavati also. Yes. So... Macha Rahul. Jija Ji is in trouble. Uh, so. already, uh, he also has that national heritage. Uh. So, anyway, the contenders, discrediting of the contenders. Uh, maybe uh, a late yes, slog over betting. But uh, um, I, I think uh, both have gained something from this episode. Both Modi and Mamta. Uh, both have gained. Madhu, your view? Nothing to add to what he's saying. Manisha? But I think that the clash is great fodder for for us, Mm. for for journalism. That is fascinating. And um, it's not like it hasn't happened before. um, But I don't think it's happened to this extent. At least there were no cameras around to capture it. No, no, but, you know, sitting in dharna, Mm. all that, that hasn't happened before. And Mamta is a very watchable leader also, you know, when she was pacing up and down the Mm. stage and and going Vande Matram and all. Personally also, she's a very likable person. She's, you know, uh, she connects. That I don't know. Okay, she's lost her temper a couple of times, thrown people out for Mm. wrong questions, all that She's quite a Modi in um, West Bengal. She's quite, she's not nice to any sort of criticism whether coming from journalists or anyone else mm. she's quite a she's like uh, Jalalda was also yeah. so she was very that. nice to me I mm. know you shouldn't judge a person according to how they treat you but mm. she was really nice to me and all the questions I asked I could not understand her answers so I just yeah, went on to me, the next one I couldn't either the important but clarification though is that uh, they will be hearing out CBI that's all and CBI will have to give proof to prove that uh, the Kolkata uh, police commissioner is trying to stop the investigation or uh, has tampered with evidence or proof. I, so I think one thing in the coverage of this is, and it's unfortunate, and I understand that, you know, the Neha used to do Truth versus Hype. You were the, you know, producer of that, right? A reporter. But you had a week to kind of put that yes. together. And I w- wouldn't blame the uh, anchors either. When I was watching the debates around this, the lo- amount of misinformation that was being spouted 
by party spokespersons and other commentators and the anchor could not call it out but that's also because anchor is probably you know get, you're finishing a bulletin in the morning then you know getting all that stuff because they were claiming contempt has been issued a contempt was not issued secondly the fourth things that the court did say like you said it was a balancing act but it didn't make anyone look particularly bad mm. but ironically the person who kind of explained it quite you know clearly was was abhishek manu singhvi for a change he used but he's few. quite articulate that way no, no usually mean, he's articulate but he misleads on R, on rti and on janlokpal he would he, typically his answers would be the government can would and should may not and might just 6 8 9 <laughs> and that's when I said you're talking nonsense, and he left the panel. He, says, he called you names. He said this ill-mannered boy. I cannot sit on a panel with him, and then he just left. I want to ask Anand. Uh, now that we're talking about the CBI, these all this that has happened now, and Arun Jaitley has also written about the latest one. And then there seems to be that uh, they should not be too um, adventurous in their yeah, yeah. investigation. Then another one comes. Then another one comes. What is happening? No, what you are asking is something that is not in public domain. What is happening within the yeah and the employers and the, the office politics within CBI? Now that is only open to a speculation. I cannot. I mean, I I just think that it's a classic case of um, Mr. Kamath. Now I'm not saying whether he's guilty or not, but I don't believe ICICI became a rotten bank with Chanda Kochar's arrival. Uh, and I remember I've discussed this here. ICICI Bank were the pioneers of what they called hard collection agents, where they'd go and slap people around for collectioning loans. And there's a guy here in East Delhi who killed himself because ICICI agents came and slapped him around in front of his son. And uh, Kamat was heading ICICI at the time, and it was a nationwide problem. And of course, then there were orders that you cannot have hard, but no action was taken against ICICI Bank. And there's enough stuff in the market about how ICICI is, you know, not the, you know, uh, uh, not exactly bathed in milk. But Kamat is untouchable because he has Ambani blessings. He has Congress blessings. He has baby. CBI has named him. Yeah, but Arun Jaitley said, "Please back off." So you know, he he's he. Everyone's got his back. But sorry, just one thing before we move on is that what this entire episode proves is Mamta's political instincts are very sharp. This could easily have gone another way. She played it such with this tamasha and you know with yeah. everyone coming that. it kind of consolidated the opposition and and made i think she extracted a lot more from it than uh, the central government did or could mm. on that manisha now you want to introduce the next subject and then we can start everyone's views on that and what that might that be is she be protecting Twitter? the shardar chit fund things well tmc leaders were involved yeah of course and there was the journalist also from abp who was arrested i think two uh, months ago we done a story on it also so it is a very high profile scam and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and which is why i thought i thought the telegraph's headline front page was pretty subdued i mean usually they're really like they're going all out huh. i thought they were very like you know subdued when it came to the chit fund thing hmm to bataiye um what do we want to discuss we could discuss the sunday guardian story which i thought was quite interesting though everyone seems to uh, i mean no one surprised by it hmm. but yeah so tell us what happened So the Sunday Guardian put out a story which said that uh, it's a sort of a dubious story in the sense everything is a source. There are no like direct quotes and all that. The 2013 Indian Express story on the coup was apparently a plant by Congress leaders, and this story was picked up by everyone. I thought so, it was a plant by VP Singh. 
Well, it says it's VK Singh. A, VK Singh. Mm-hmm. No, in fact, VK Singh was against it, and the IB also uh, was according the to this, or against the against story? Story. this Printing sort it. of insinuation that there's a coup, and even the IB sort of told Manmohan Singh that there's no chance that Army would carry out such a coup, and this fiction was apparently leaked out by a senior politician who also had a constitutional post later in his career. Mm-hmm. So, you can guess who that is. Later had a constitutional post in his career is what the... Pranam Mukherjee? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm guessing. Okay. So, does the he Bharat have proof? Hmm. There's no proof in the no, story, no. There's no but, proof. But, it's just... But what happened on Republic following that was interesting. What happened, Manisha? <laughs> so, Republic obviously had a whole debate on it with Arnab Goswami and John Dayal for some reason. I don't know why they call him for these things. Of course, you know why they call him. So, they can beat bash, him up. Yeah, bash someone. Yeah, but this time, it, like, so this time it wasn't a figure of speech. So this it was, was this. funny because... Something Arnab said about, you know, my motherland and some or something. And John Dayal said that your mother's ashamed of you. Something <gasps> like that. Or, or your mother must be ashamed. Something like that. And Arnab lost it. Yeah, you would. I mean, you talk about your mother or no. children. No, then no, you've listen gone. to what happened. Okay, sorry. And then he's like, you know, how dare you bring in my mother? How dare you do this? And then his best friend, Gaurav Arya, Major Gaurav Arya on the side, like, Arnab, I'll chep dunga isko. Hata do isko. I'll dunga. It was like two bullies, you know. But that doesn't happen... Every day. No, this was another level. He doesn't say that cheap dunga. Usually he says, he tries to lie generally. And also, Major Gaurav Arya is like, he's like a short service commission or something. Uh, hmm. He's not exactly the kind of guy who you think can chepu anyone. Okay. Uh, the likelihood of him getting chepud. And John <laughs> Dayal is like, a man who can just about get a sentence out without gasping for breath. Yeah, I have, I have so noticed. And then he's like, get out, get out. And John Dayal is just sitting there. But it's getting like increasingly to... physical now because the last time when uh, they all st- stood up and started shouting at each other mm-hmm. and and then even Arnab felt left out so he also stood up then he tell, told everyone sit down, sit down <laughs> <laughs> sit down, sit down, sit down so yeah so now it's just we're waiting for the blows they've happened on Hindi channels Hindi channels happened yeah, but we're waiting for it to happen. And on, then on he went into the whole spiel. That was that, you really know, funny. You and when they me, had these squares on, on uh, the boxes on the screen. And this woman and man are sitting next to each other in the boxes. And then she reaches over and slaps him through the box. Katak, katak. And he beats her back. And it's yeah. But, um, yeah, so... But that story uh, yeah. But I think it should have been picked up. Because that was a very big story. It was on the front page. It was a big sort of an insinuation that army is doing a coup. But you know, I so think why it wasn't picked up was uh, because if you remember, News Laundry did a, the whole big hard discussion on it. It was discussed, you know, threadbare thread back then. then. So now to do the, it's, it was like Bofors, you know, when no, they, unless it, he came up with some actual proof. No, it's no all source doing based. Story. Yeah, it's so so at that time also, also everyone had suggested that it's a plan. I think Express slapped a defamation on Vinod Mehta who, who had suggested that it was a plant. Really? Yes. That I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yes, I remember no, listen, something yes, like yes, that. It has to be a plant because you don't get that story by an investigation. Mm. How do you, a plant is a story that somebody has given you. All right. How do you do this story by simply standing in India Gate to see where did the tra- tanks come? Did they come? Oh, that was three weeks ago. So how do they check whether the tanks came at all? And how did they get the messages that were going back and forth that the tanks are circling parliament and there's going to be a coup? How did that happen? Of course, it's a plant. You mm. can't get that information through an investigation. There are no documents. There's no records. There's no recordings. So now let's move on to another media-related story. This is Justice Katju's four questions for CBI. I'm regretting not taking his article. This he sent it to us. He sends everything to us. I, I don't know if he sent us this one. Anyway, no, so basically, this it. is a you know, um, 
it's a it's four questions for the chief justice ranjan gogoi and kind of suggests that ranjan gogoi you know helped in influencing a transfer of a relative so now i mean the thing is that there are two reasons why this story was completely not carried by any national media other than this one website in the us one is that because most media really likes this chief justice because he was the man who stood up to modi so they say okay if there's any shit flying on him we will not cover it but i think it's more than that it is after what happened to the justice sabarwal story madhu if you remember there have been enough stories out there and at the risk of contempt i'm not going to mention what those were there were stories that are doing the rounds about justice keher there have been stories of other justices for those of you who don't remember the helka did a cover story on justice sabarwal who's chief justice of india on his uh, ruling that all delhi you know sh- uh, commercial residential areas being used for commercial activity will be sealed and around the same time the story suggested his family was in partnership with this real estate development company that were building malls so, so benefited rates, yeah rates went through the roof and of course contempt was slapped the late justice bro the late justice bro and that before that in any case people were very wary of doing uh, you know they'll go after modi they'll go after rahul they'll go after ambani okay not that much but they still will no one will go after the chief justice even if it's such a I'm no, not saying benign, but, but it's not. Ro- everyone wrote about Sabarwal's connection and his son's real estate deals. Yeah, but after mall. that, everyone kept quiet, no? Because when contempt went out, but the example to be made. Yeah, that was a legitimate story. Now, exactly this article, if it wasn't Justice Gogoi, and let's say it was Jaitley, Modi, Amit Shah, Rahul Gandhi, or the previous CGI, or the. What, no, who, who people what, weren't really fond of. So I don't know. They, I mean, Neha, the what do you think? Is wasn't. it because the media loves Gogoi, or is it because yeah, they are too scared? Yeah, I think so. No, I th- I don't think it's an either or thing. I mean, I think it's a bit of both. There's uh, there's already so much pressure on media right now in terms of carrying any kind of big stories. I mean, if you see what uh, Anil Ambani is doing with anything you write about it, you get like a thousand crore, ten thousand crore notices. So there is that kind of fear in the air. Um uh, I don't think it's stemming from like a love for Justice Gogoi but also not being able to uh, prove something beyond an accusation. So unless there is uh you know I think that's always the problem for uh, for a lot of the uh, press that is not sold out let's say I can't speak for the ones that who will anyway not do these kind of stories but I think that's always so even in uh, Deepak Mishra's case uh, the medical scam case uh, there were recordings uh, which were reported but like was there any paper trail was there any other kind of proof that could you know substantially forward that story wasn't there so i'm not sure like what is the evidence available in this case to to say that and also like what is the nature of allegation also like you know uh, i think the medical sc- uh, scam story was like a really big deal uh, in in you know if you if you compare this to that is it that big enough etc i mean those are also questions okay. anand yes even if this story was published people exaggerated its impact even if it, some media house would have published it what would be in public perception okay yes. a judge uh, was uh, in some sort of crony uh, connivance with the government of the day for tra- transfer or uh, suppressing of some allegations against his son in law i think it's son in law's father her father hmm. so uh, i think it's a two day story self life nothing more it it would have not lasted more than two days it so uh, 
I think that point is uh, more uh, valid that it didn't have much uh, substantial meat to it. Right. So means uh, and Mr. Karju uh, has a very bipartisan following. People take his masala for uh, use it depending, uh, on what they uh, depending on what they like to cook. Oh. So uh, uh, that is one thing. Second thing is that what 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 is the insinuation? Insinuation is that uh, he was met the chief justice because of that. Now. Uh, as you said, that uh, people, were, uh, when that uh, so-called revolutionary press conference happened, people uh, were speculating that uh, now Mr. Gogoi being the most senior, will he be able to get that position of CGI, but he ultimately got it. So uh, it would run contrary to their theory that uh, it was a deal. Manisha? I think that, no. I mean, look, Kadju just does make a lot of outlandish claims, but all of them find their way onto the media. People hmm. just take his blog posts and chapo them. Hmm. The fact that this one hasn't gone is obviously because they're scared. Uh, and, I mean, I, I don't think if it was... Also, uh, 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 the important point is that ultimately it made its way to public domain. So, huh. it's in, in today's news universe, it is anachronistic to think that some would be, thing would be suppressed just because some... Yeah, but I think no, how, many, many, how many yeah. people will read? Sure. Like the Times of India will obviously have more reach than this Indica news. Face- on Facebook post now but keep pe- share karing. I think both also access news with internet penetration through Facebook yeah, and yeah, but uh, I mean something that you know no, like one versus like five big media houses is different see, if, if, see, if Rahul Shankar has to set the agenda for the nation you see that that's the agenda is set five lakh people who watch this one shouting <laughs> I don't think prime time would have anyway picked it up but you routinely Kaju's posts are picked up by everyone on the internet it's like, like all it's like, like a wire India service. times yeah it's like a wire service <laughs> him subramanian swami whatever they whatever jo bhi bolte hain sab from Pradhu, like so you have you have faced contempt by the court yeah so is it is it that fear that keeps everybody saying chhodo court ko baki let's take on the no, rest no i don't think so huh? i don't think people need to be afraid of contempt hmm. and my biggest mistake in life was apologizing i should never have apologized Mm. So I don't think, I think this is an issue that we should do whatever needs to be done in terms of reporting. And if it means a judge, it means a judge. They should not be above the law. Mm. Or because above to continue criticism, that, yeah. No, to continue that colonial thing uh, which the British put in against the natives, us. Um, no, we are no, no longer, we are the natives and so are the judges. I, I was wondering, has anyone ever tried in court while talking to the judge saying, judge instead of my lord or your honor no a lot of contempt happens actually no, can you say in, judge in cases there allowed? is one guy who threw a shoe at justice anand once hmm. he didn't file contempt charges against him um there's a, a, there's a, a guy who comes at the start of every morning a supreme court and the bench sits and he comes there and he rants for like two minutes and the judges just listen to him. He finishes his speech and he goes. This yeah, tradition. But but the, it, but no contempt. And he abuses them and this and that. No, as in this is like the, the Amritsar parade that is a setup or this guy generally is a ranter? He's a ranter but they are used to him. So he's like, he rants and then he leaves. So lots of things happen. I think uh, Prashant Bhushan has been borderline many times. Hmm. And uh, has accused judges to their faces. 
Wow, okay. But and there have been, been lawyers in. who've pointed out that this case, you need to recuse yourself from this because of your association. That has happened. So there's a lot of, it's not such a quiet uh, system where the judges lord it over everybody and everyone's sitting quiet. There is a lot of rebellion. But I think when it matters and they issue a contempt, then that, that kind of seals everything else, yeah. right? I mean, these, these, these ones don't and matter. And filing contempt against Prashant Bhushan, he takes it as a compliment. He gets more press. He's very happy with it. I see. So, yeah, but that's scary because the contempt is over tweets, and yeah. I don't think it sets a good precedence. Whatever he may have said, yeah, but that and means also, that you know, you know they don't do much. Said. They don't do much. Any journalist who's been accused of contempt, like um, for example, uh, Chandan Mitra was hmm. had many many cases piled against him for defamation and this and that, and the judge would say apologize, hmm. and. If you don't apologize, it'll be contempt. And he say, I don't apologize. Now, they don't know what to do because they didn't want to put somebody like that in jail. But, I mean, I think it's too subjective. Na, ki, but if they if they want, they can also. They can, Which, but they have should not be the case. I mean, you can't... I think that law has to be questioned. The yeah. contempt law has to be re- redefined to contemporary India. Okay. So, where everybody's accountable, including the judges. Let's move on to Anna Hazare, who broke his fast. Um, other than Mira now who covered that fast a little bit and they had a primetime debate. This was not covered by any channel. They had and a primetime debate on it? Yeah, and I think it was a missed opportunity. Hmm. You know, because they could have created that same 2011 circus again and it would have got a lot of ratings. No. Not really, because this How is was that a not a mass movement, no? This no, time. No. But even that time, it became a mass movement later. Right? In the beginning, there were 40 people but then. But at that time, it was a novel thing. Now he's been saying the same thing again and again and again. This is not even his, uh, you know, second fast after that. I think he's fasted at least twice before, if I'm not hmm. wrong, in you the middle. Play, so, you can't playing know, the same yeah, movie again. If you, if you have the same thing that you're doing, I mean, I, I don't see how it would uh, generate traction amongst uh, no, people. No, yeah. Anna Hazari can't generate any traction anymore. Not anymore. See... You're a producer of a show, but I guess you're a producer of a news show. I used to produce borderline entertainment shows. So I do believe that had I been Arnab's producer, I could have made a show of that. I mean, even even the the one that... I think there was potential to do Rocky's back. You know, like... Rocky, the latest but Rocky. Rocky's been back twice before. He keeps coming back That's every year. But Rocky, to abhi seven release hoye na. Listen, how many comebacks like... can you do? It's yeah. easy to be a comeback. Aapko position, uske ird gird apne kya? What is the opening act? Okay, what is the follow up act? What is the background action? These are the things. But you could have made a circus of it again. They no, just, they did not have a good. Manager like Arvind Kejriwal. So you, you're advocating uh, circuses to be invented for TRPs. That is the whole press release. What is Press release hoti hai, please cover karo. Aap press release nahi dena chahte. There's a very good podcast, in fact, where it said an act, a terrorist act is a press release. What is it? It is to get attention to what you want. So either you can in fact, send that out was one of Margaret Thatcher's things where she actually banned the British press, press from covering the Irish, what was called the freedom mm. movement. Mm. So, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, first of all, he broke his fast with Fadnavis giving him juice or whatever, but no assurance was given. So it was he said a, he got his assurances for Lokpal. Huh, the, but the same assurance, the, no new assurance came up. So I think it was, secondly, uh, it was in Ralegaon Siddhi, in his village, the fast happened. So Fadnavis, see, the thing is, you have to understand, politicians are good weathercocks. You know, you can see windcocks, what do they say? direction jo If this guy did not still... Weather veins. Weather veins, sorry. But it's a bird on top. So it's okay. Because cocks are V-A-N-E. Don't question English. It has no logic. Okay. So, 
he still has enough of an impact to influence an election. Otherwise, Fadnavis would not go from Bombay to Ralegaon to give him juice. You don't agree? No, I don't ne- think so. I think it's just... Yeah, I mean, Why you know, did he he's, make that trip? He's one of those fixtures. So, you know, you have to kind of mollycoddle him. Yeah. Means fit. It's not going to uh, turn an election for sure. Hmm. I think he's just doing you a band-aid just uh, Yeah. Revolutionaries, re- revolutions, if you consider it to be enjoyable, scenes have to change. Scenes have to change? Yes. Production so values. Otherwise, revolutions don't are not enjoyable. Hmm. Now it's not any more enjoyable because scenes <laughs> are not changing. Uh, second, uh, Maybe the cast should change also. Yeah. Mm. Uh, second, uh, um, I, I think Manu Joseph argued this, that uh, the urban middle class which was very naive uh, in 2011 because of its uh, uh, perceived irrelevance. Uh, It was thinking that the ruler India is electing governments and we are irrelevant. Now it uh, it has in last five years become very, very uh, means exposed to a lot of political messaging and this. It is not that much naive now to believe any kind of delusionary figure. So that, uh, that and anyway, because it was a weekend revolution, it was a revolution of weekenders who. Uh, uh, who no. 2011, so uh, they d- somehow dissed McDonald's to go to Ramlila on Saturdays. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is too cynical. So, Anand, that revolution, so to speak, led to the birth of a party that won 67 fucking seats in 2015. 67 out of 70. It it is the fastest formation of a party and coming into power in the history of India. So. I agree with you that there was a certain middle class naivete, naivety, uh, that they you know came and did the, the Nach Gana Tamasha, very nice. But there was a real anger, there was a real political instinct by a really smart and shrewd politician that Arvind Kejriwal is to make, no, I think he's still really smart. That was, but you know, I'm not contesting that. I'm not contesting that. That was, that was the rallying point and political movement uh, somehow originated from there, from there, where yeah. the, but the, but I think the political attitudes of that demography has changed over the last four five years. That's true. I do hmm. think it'll, that'll be an interesting thing to study also because it is true now. Middle class does feature in political speeches or political pandering. Earlier, it was sort Bajit of perceived that it was perceived that yeah, okay, our vote doesn't matter or no one really cares about what we are going through. But do you think he's lost his political instinct? Huh? Like, oh, Arvind Kejriwal, yeah. totally like, look, if you can't keep your colleagues with you in your party, if they're leaving you by the droves, um, uh, uh, this Alka Lamba, her latest hmm. thing that I don't know whether I'm in the party or not, hmm. this com- seems to be complete disorganization. And that's one point. The second point I feel is that, yes, there is a problem in the state of Delhi where the uh, chief minister does not have control over the police and the center does. So there's always been this clash. However, when Sheila Dixit had said the same thing, he, he went on dharna because of that, that how can she not control the police? So there's a bit of a, uh, I think he's done some good work as far as Bijli, Pani and schools. Uh, schools. Okay, these are three things that he's done really well. And I think people in the Bastis, lower middle class and, and middle class will vote him back. But as a politician, his attempts in Punjab 
and his attempts to go into other states have not been very successful. And his party seems to be in complete disarray and confusion. He seems to be a one-party person. One, and Manish Sasodia has been loyal to him and he's also excellent in terms of implementation of programs. Hmm. But I'm not impressed with him, with his growth as a politician. He hasn't learnt on how to, how to um, survive as a politician, not only survive, as how to keep a party together, how to lead and attract more people, uh, that he's failed in. And meanwhile, last week I received a phone call from AAP call center which said that the BJP had us struck your name out of electoral rules and we have restored it. Hmm. The fact is that I am not registered as a voter in Delhi. I am registered as a voter in Patna. You know, it's really strange. <laughs> I had a friend tell me this today <laughs> that he got the same phone call from what an What are they trying to do? They're trying to register your I don't name even know if it's up. It's just supporter. a phone call saying uh, that we're, you know. Now, it, it's not only, uh, see, uh, it is also giving false uh, information. That's like a scam. Because I am not registered myself as a voter hmm. here. I am registered in Patna. So, so how how can somebody struck it down and you restore it back? So and how can he restore it back? He doesn't have the power. So we um, just. So did uh, he get information from you? What's your name? Where are you registered? How old are you? Where do you work? Any of the basics? Where's your address? No, just phone number. Or, or maybe, or, or was it from who was that Khirki that MLA Somnath Bharti? And uh, maybe it was Somnath Bharti who had made up with the Nigerian king who's left a lot of money and Somnath Bharti wanted to share it in his... No? None of that? Okay. Because... You missed uh, an opportunity. So, no, okay. I have an announcement to make. In case you hear the sound of pakoras being fried, we are not frying pakoras here. There's rain happening. So that's a pitcher pat of rain, not the shh of pakoras flying, frying. And also there's some thunder uh, and, and an aircraft passes by once in a while because we don't have a soundproof fancy studio because not enough of you are giving us money, which is fine. You know, you may be hard up, but if you can afford to, please go to newslawning.com, press subscribe, and pay to keep news free, because when the public pays, the public is served, and advertisers pay, advertisers are served, and then you can have a pakoda frying sound free hafta. The next thing I'd like to discuss is Vadra. I mean, he's being questioned the usual straight. I don't think anything will come of it. We discussed this last week. The only significant thing that happened was Priyanka Vadra dropped him. Ke, bachik school husband ko ED and match at your party office. <laughs> so, uh, why yeah, do you that think she did that? Point. Was it? She understands photo ops. No, but do you think there'll be some political people who say, dekho, abla jeevan hai tumhari yahi kahani. But swami ke charno mein, whatever, you know. Aakho mein hai neer, aachal mein hai paani. Whatever, haan. So, what was she playing that, that, you know, I'm the wife being the, I mean, will it help politically? What do you think? I mean, why would she do that? No, I think it's their new strategy to take on these allegations head on because they can't escape it. They'll keep calling him. So how do you counter that? Because the public perception then will be he's a corrupt guy. And the BJP needed a counter to the Rafael arguments that uh, Rahul has been raising. And successfully now, uh, it's sort of entered public consciousness. So they needed a counter to that. So that's why they've been, you know, focusing on uh, Christian Michelle and now Vadra and trying but to... But why would she go drop him? There's obviously but, so a that, purpose for because that. Because there's yeah, a so this is this if is she's their, there, people feel more sympathetic. Their wife, woman, she's come there. Bichara, Bichara comes in. Also to put out the message that I'm with him and that come take us on sort okay, of you know, I think the opposite yeah, will so happen. Like, so like, I think like when Swaraj bought over Op India thinking that they'll, you know, pull Op India out of the gutter into respectability. But the opposite happened. Op India pulled Swaraj into the gutter. So I think in this case... Priyanka Swaraj. Than, <laughs> so, yeah, Priyanka Swaraj, she's saying... 
let me my visual with him will make him more credible i think the opposite will happen they'll say acha to ye i i personally think that yeah i mean that is what happened on news when this was discussed everyone was like to kya priyanka corruption no, ka saath de rahe hain why why would you i i have great faith in uh the indian voters sympathy factor wo bichara bahut jaldi bol dete bichari bahut jaldi bol dete how did indira gandhi get reelected after uh the emergency they forgot everything that she did and because she was arrested and all that she suddenly became a bichari but that's anyway priyanka's new role to take on the bjp head on so anything that she will do at each step i mean that's why she's given upes that's why she's been made general secretary that is going to be her thing for everything including vadra or not so she is going to be the political uh, you know foil uh, providing rahul the space to do everything else she will take them on on each and every issue okay can we discuss twitter now manisha tell us what happened <laughs> and why <laughs> What do you want to discuss about Twitter? The rally, the right-wing uh, oh. people <laughs> protesting so is, that they that some yeah. of their so uh, this was basically a right-wing dominated rally. You had an Op India writer there. You had Tegender Bagga, and this is a usual wine of the right-wing on Twitter. Also, that we are censored from everyone, from Shefali to everyone. That Twitter has a left-wing bias, and they censor us. What happens is sometimes you report some of the abusers. so they get censored and mm. that so that was the rally but i found it very interesting that the government took note of that because it was a very chota mota rally with like yeah hardly anyone noticed it parliamentary committee was but, but a committee they, but they went and petitioned to these mps sure yeah, yeah. Look, but look, i'm surprised uh, that they took note of them and they've summoned twitter and said okay tell us whether you're clamping down on our citizens rights and it, i wish it was a public hearing and we could have because i'd like to know what twitter says I'd like to know the questions. Yeah, I would love to, but unfortunately, it's not. It's going but to be privileged. But I'm not surprised. You know why? Because I have said that from the beginning. The BJP leadership and and just the mind space, they are not interested in dealing with the rational or reasonable. Their constituency, they pander to the loons like Tejender Bagga and 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 you know the the complete. from the kind of people the prime minister follows i mean and it's not like he's unfollowed any of them after all those hideous tweets and you know when the right wing says oh we are censored more on the left wing well because world over you know typically the ku klux klan supporters will be right wing so if they say oh you know we said let's kill black people why are we being censored because dude you're saying stuff that is a little ridiculous and the likelihood of people like that being in your camp are much higher than you know the reverse so it's not fucking rocket science i mean you got to be an idiot not to not get that and the fact that a parliamentary committee thought it worth their time to listen to these loons i i think enough said about the government yeah. i yeah. think so, uh, i have a slightly different take on this i think basically i look at it as like look we're now in a capitalistic world twitter is an american company or an international company these people who protested that you're blocking a certain group of people or a political leaning twitter is a is not accountable as such as a private company to play fair if you are a university if you are a a, a, polit, uh, a politician or if you're a public organization if you're not playing fair to everybody you're accountable mm. but a private company a capitalist company can do what they like so life is not fair so they actually unless they paper it over and give a few um sort of uh, cover up newsworthy uh, things that no we are not we didn't do this and all that basically it would be a cover up but they on 
uh, in the capitalist world, you have every right to do whatever you like within your company. Mm. And who said that it's supposed to be fair? They Anand. can do what they like. No, yes, means that's the right of a private enterprise to do. Um, uh, but I think uh, that Twitter, the very nature of the platform is that it invites angry people, mocking people. Mm. And angry people, mm. mocking people, or people who have a virtual outlet of their assumed smartness. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now... As like uh, the, the kind of content it generates is reflective of the impulses that drive people to the platform. Mm. Uh, th th that, that is one thing. Second is that uh, if, uh, say, there would be mover. Now here mover is, say, some uh, right-wing handles. Mm. Now mover, but as Manisha was saying or Neha was saying, I don't remember, but uh, if that brings this question in public discourse, that what is the criterion mm. for, for excluding or including certain handles or, or unlisting certain followers, then that question needs to be debated. Maybe the default uh, mover here is a certain section of political ideology, but okay. But this, as long as it's moving, okay. a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think this is one way of also uh, of the government sort of showing its, uh, you know, like showing its might in a way that, you know, we are summoning an American company, tech giant. Uh, so it's not going to be able to do anything to them. Uh, it can threaten action, curbs, etc. But that's a bit far-fetched as, as of now. Uh, so it is just a way of showing them... Uh, their place without, I mean, it's it's the same thing that happened with the Jack Dorsey controversy. Uh, ultimately, you know, he apologized and, and they thought it was a big win just as a way of, I mean, it was a non-controversy in, in any other sense of the word. And if he had gone and done the same thing in any other country, it would not have... Sure. Uh, you know, happened this way. So uh, it is. It is. Uh, it is one way of uh, of sort of showing their might and for their supporters on Twitter to feel empowered, uh, because ultimately they are the ones turning the tables. First, they are the ones who are abusing, and then uh, going back and saying, "Why? Do, why? Who are us? Yes, exactly. So, so that's their way of uh, uh, keeping control of uh, of this uh, this space, which is quickly changing. Six months ago, the space was different, or maybe a year ago, it was much more different. They had much more uh, control over it in that sense. More and more, there has been a lot more criticism. There has been a lot more, uh, you know... Uh, Pushback. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's, I think that changing space is also something that they are contending with because an election is coming closer and closer. Manish, you want to add something? No, what is interesting is that you have the same sort of... You said uh, no. Why are you adding no, that? No. Sorry. <laughs> so, America has a similar sort of uh, thing going on where the right wing there has accused Twitter of banning him. There, if you say anything anti-Jew or racist, you're immediately blocked and action is taken. So, all the right wingers created their own uh, Twitter there called Gab. So, which is full of like conspiracy theories and rants against Jews and black people. And I think that's what Indian Twitter right wing should also do. Just create your own platform and go. Leave it. And abuse. But Quit Twitter. Ultimately, <laughs> what it should not uh, means unwittingly lead to is that it should not become a boring platform. Ah, so, right, so entertainment. Uh, yeah, entertainment, kuch hona chahiye. Uh -huh. Or 
and there are inbuilt biases netflix is full of movies which are just uh, parading wokeness so <laughs> just just, just just woke movies uh, as if uh, the all filmmakers are social justice warriors mm. so the uh, indian ones the ones uh, in now uh, that has set a lot of uh, boredom into that platform so twitter <laughs> should not turn that way you know madhu okay i disagree with you on just because it's a private company cap i i disagree with you on principle and on law even legally you know let's say four of us shareholders on news laundry we say we will only hire hindu brahmins uh i don't believe that's legally tenable we can be challenged yeah for discrimination uh and or you know society that say we will only rent out our flats to non muslims uh, although i have often made a case much to rajshree's annoyance that in my building you know on sunday there are a couple of bong families they make fish and i have to call you know the doctor to revive me because i'm dying uh, so i i so if they had like such a rule for bongs in a building or if you got to make fish then do no, look there are no, laws but, in the world all over the world so you where can't do that you can't do profiling of um of say pro- prospective tenants in america there's a law against racial profiling in england no, also in england you can't though. kick out somebody who because they happen to be in so you know pakistani or black but no it is true but this uh to my mind is that they seem to me maybe it's just my personal it is my only my personal view it's not like a studied political thesis mm-hmm. i'm just a knee jerk response my knee jerk response is they seem like a bunch of whining kids like you know mm-hmm. you're not playing fair you have to have me also sure. listen it's a big bad world find another way to get in change your name do whatever you have to do mm-hmm. survive What is this whining and doing dara this is for just for tamasha that's true. i mean but i do think one thing twitter and facebook both need to be way more transparent in explaining to us who gets blocked why do people get banned how why are pages suddenly deleted what gets pulled down there has to be a certain amount of transparency in that because it's true sometimes on facebook especially pages are just deleted or banned or whatever and you don't know why because and, somebody must have complained and, about uh, them but, if there's a complaint that, that is a bad valid. mechanism because it makes me very vulnerable like if 30,000 yeah, exactly. trolls come to go together and they just banned no, and they report me and gone more than that transparency facebook and twitter need to be transparent on how they're collecting how they're data mining everybody ah, wo to hai that is a serious issue yeah that us par to kafi ab films hi ban rahi hain but i will say one thing Thank and you. i think sorry thank you for the dismissal nahi film ban rahi hai us pe acha theek hai You know, I was just this afternoon at a session that Media Nama was having on intermediaries. You know how legally they're defining intermediaries. For those of you who've been following the story, there is this policy paper, and you know the IT ministry. They're going to have some regulatory mechanisms for intermediaries. An intermediary, some people are said, should be defined anyone who collects data uh, and manages or transforms data and has more than ten lakh registered users. Some say it should be fifty lakh. So you know. Facebook is an intermediary. Twitter is an intermediary. Um, I don't know. YouTube probably is an intermediary. So, and there'll be certain laws. They are suggesting that intermediaries have to have a office set up in India, because if Twitter does something, for example, then 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 they. Ah, I mean, and if it's yeah, if it's result. now a combination of this discussion that I was in this afternoon and an earlier one where they were talking about freedom of speech and GRPS. What Germany me kya hai? What what is it? GPRS so or GRPS? What is that? On, on Google, right? They they have a law that, um, uh, yeah. It it basically it's a regulatory framework under which and it penalizes fake news quite heavily, right? 
Does that well, it's not just about fake news, but yeah, it puts a certain regulatory framework for these. It's more to do with data collection. But I think what is of happening is that we are trying to confront new problems through old laws, and these things have never existed. You know, while I get where you're coming from of you know a private space, but now these spaces, for example, the internet, if it should be a human right, because if you don't have internet in India, you cannot file GST. Earlier, you couldn't file service tax, so you cannot. run an enterprise like all these places that have internet shutdowns in in jammu and kashmir or the northeast those traders should be filing cases in the supreme court saying you are not allowing us to learn a living because if i can't file returns i cannot run an enterprise and you and they no longer accept physical returns you have to file it online so think, there are and and this come for the for, world order to look at all these regulations differently because a lot of the old laws don't work one of them is like the geneva convention you know is the geneva geneva convention relevant today it was written in what in the 50s discussed this in hafta you have y- with you only oh okay you remember when you said that oh i'm a stuck old record forget it <laughs> <laughs> well, no no but see madhu it's not just about the how old it is it is the international boundaries of laws don't exist anymore like for example but that's what i'm saying about the geneva convention that gantanamo bay would not exist if geneva convention was being followed secondly that today war geneva convention was written as rules of war and engagement and prisoners of war all right today you have to look at what happened in mumbai and the terror attacks in the hotels and ch- and the railway station as war non state actors sorry No, no, say, so no. you have to relook at how do we treat prisoners who we capture on our land who have committed the act of war hmm. the geneva convention cannot relate to today's kinds of wars that are carried out by state non state actors but the premise of human rights i think that is yeah, universal yeah but we have to redefine it keeping human rights in mind and but the new re- and the new reality sure but see but the thing is that the the whole digital laws i think are i mean i'll give you an example when i was for that I I don't know whether I've, did I have I mentioned on Hafta when I made the Hitler joke in Germany no okay no so uh, you made a Hitler joke in Germany yeah no so not in the public audience oh. there's just four five people and and our host kind of said uh, uh, you can't it's it's too soon I said why is it too soon he says no it's too soon and then so I was talking to a member of parliament from you know this Liberty Party who believe in freedom of speech and stuff. and i said how do you resolve you want to advocate freedom of speech and this entire thing is a part you know why i was there the foundation this entire program was a part of a condition on freedom of speech should happen around the world in other countries with someone from pakistan or someone from india dhanya rajendran was there there was a guy from bangladesh while at the same time you have such restrictive laws about hitler joke for example So or denying Holocaust, so basically, you can't Holocaust, deny. Or any, you cannot. You can be not arrested for. Not denying Holocaust. Denying. <coughs> you can't deny it. They have law yeah, against denying. Yeah, there's a law. There's a. If you can't deny the Holocaust, but even just uh, hail Hitler or just basically, you. My point was that it's inconsistent. So explain to me how your party can, on the one hand, say we have one freedom. So he says the thing is, and and I agreed with him. Although I'm an absolutist on freedom, he says the generation that suffered is still alive. right and in the current environment in the current context and some of those people who believed in that hitler ideology the nazi are still around so the risk of allowing this is so huge and he says i agree with the first amendment of america but it this did not happen in america the people who suffered and have seen these camps first hand are not living there 
here we do have to deal with those people and they live right now so my point is that therefore facebook or twitter will have to have different laws for different countries but what's going to happen is as anand said the overly woke third world uh, activists will say oh so we are not good enough for the same law that works in america facebook has different laws in america and different laws in india but it might have to you might have to have different laws for germany america and india because Absolutely. and, and but at the same time different. it becomes even more difficult because the organization is the same you see, you see? Yeah. so i think this whole it's it, it, it is such a gutthi that has to be resolved that to to figure out what the laws around this are including twitter sorry i'm done with my rant yeah, but like even whatsapp has specific india specific regulations where you can only forward it to five uh, groups uh, a message to stop spamming uh, labeling everything as forwarded which they are now going to do worldwide but it started because of india hmm. right okay uh, does anyone have anything else to discuss before i bring in the sedition and then we can wind up i know there's not much to say on this sorry anand you were saying no no do you want to tell us a bit about the new cbi chief no Well, anything of Anand tell us more about the CBI chief because that created quite a lot of controversy on him not having the to? legitimate merit for according okay, to Rishi Kargil. Kumar Shukla hmm. Hmm. what Shukla sorry Rishi, Rishi Kumar Rishi Kumar Shukla, Shukla. Hmm. now see uh, he's uh, from Madhya Pradesh uh, cadre of Indian police service congress note of dissent against him is that he didn't have uh, exposure to corruption related yeah. cases uh the what uh, what tilted it in in his favor apart from the non political uh, regions which we should not go into because that is and a sphere of a speculation but uh, going by the documents i think first is seniority uh second is also the that thing that he doesn't have exposure to corruption related cases is not a very valid argument because police chiefs serving in their states deal with many corruption cases they may not be doing it at the in say a central deputation in agencies like cbi but he had uh, a record of crackdown against corrupt police officials in madhya pradesh and he had uh, for, uh, served notice to four senior pol- police officers for corruption so he has a clean <laughs> reputation like that means he has been a uh, clean or not i can't certify but he is a he is a decent career ips officer so his career blemish free right ha safe means, right 35 years career unblemished rana mushkil hai lekin phir bhi he has pulled it off but he but he, so who were his contenders now his contenders if you take uh, they may have it is very difficult to have an unblemished means uh, blemish also comes from a lot of sources so but manisha so, you had some interesting input on the person who he has superseded who has a seniority well not input uh, on but a lady, uh, a lady uh, but javed ahmed uh, oh the lady said she was superseded because she's a woman <laughs> and that i think is kind of true that kiran vedi also said when she was not made uh, De- delhi police commissioner that she has which was de- true at the time de- she has been denied because she was a lady no, but, but that was not didn't say that she just said that they uh, no, delayed it by one day so she was automatically no. out of contention no, they this, may have still not made her this this lady 
I am talking. And yes, this lady yeah. said that two Reena days Mith- delay. One, one day. One day. Mm. So she retired. Was not made because she was not an obedient ha. police officer. Yeah. Now Kiran Bedi, but she said that uh, uh, some people have contested it, but I have that Hindu newspaper cutting. She has made that statement yeah, because he, I'm a woman in a meeting that. Not only this, as she said that Dr. Manmohan Singh denied me this because I was a woman. Right. <laughs> huh. But this other no, Javed. No, b- but there was also another IPS officer who apparently had a lot of uh, experience in the anti-corruption department, and apparently on the IPS group when the news broke of the other guy becoming the CBI chief. he said that on that whatsapp group that uh, being an m is a crime in india book the bura lagta hai but m being muslim and he deleted it but before he could delete it someone took a screenshot and leaked it to the media so there was a lot of controversy around him saying that he's been denied because he's muslim well, uh, even though he has a lot of uh, so experience so i think uh, he deleted it after a screenshot had been taken and he posted on a group not the smartest thing so no, maybe I, he did not become he did it deliberately <laughs> <laughs> he wanted someone to screenshot it huh? so <laughs> yeah, oh, it obviously he's not going to do that and then, i mean he, he he's been UP in the ipc for years so yeah yeah he was a up javed ahmed yeah okay so um bura to lagta hai par m hona guna hai is what he said well i i guess strangely this story wasn't picked up a lot the screenshot thing maybe because it came from a private whatsapp group i didn't see many english i saw it a lot on hindi websites because a it was an ips group right so if you would run with the story a even if you are you know the most third rate journalistic kind of entity you have to do some checking now you yeah, are going exactly. to go to a police group and say bhai kis kis ne dekha ki they'll first go han ji superintendent from work commissioner from patna commissioner from madhya pradesh commissioner can i ask you the they say hum sab milke tera bhi band karte hain so i think yeah. that's why the story one they say chodo yaar kyunki hamare group pe agar koi controversy ho gayi manisha ko phone karke puch lenge anand ko puch lenge mujhe puch lenge hum kya ukhad lenge kisi ka wo to pure group mein hi police officer hai yeah, yeah, yeah. before we move further i'd like to read this mail from subscriber meher chate chate i'm not sure how you pronounce that meher meher says hi abhinandan last week i watched the movie death of stalin recommend you to review it on awful and awesome i came across the passage below in an article describing stalin's influence on chair the article's link is copied below quote in the so called mistakes of stalin lies the difference between the revolutionary attitude and revisionist attitude you have to look at stalin in the historical context in which he moves you don't have to look at him as some kind of brute but in that particular historical context I have come to communism because of daddy Stalin nobody must come and tell me that I mustn't read Stalin and then he's gone on so this is a quotation this is chase saying this yes okay. apparently so meher says so meher says in one of the hafta podcasts you showered immense praise on che i think stalin's influence over him might be one of the main drivers for him to take the violent actions that he eventually took my question is what is your take on this aspect of che to would you would your reaction on seeing a 10 year old wearing a t-shirt of a person who was inspired by a paranoid dictator who killed 43,000 of his own army be the same as that of seeing a 10 year old wearing khaki pants attending an RSS shakha 3 can you do a piece on why chairs influences are hidden from public at least in pop culture the mention of context definitely reminds me of you so my last over extrapolated question would be are you inspired by stalin as well keep up the good work and please get anand raganathan back don't know what conflict has happened between you guys but really miss his unique take on issues okay meher before i have any view on this does anyone want to articulate their view on on this you could be stalin <laughs> anand you have something to say no 
Stalin, not Stalin. Marks to you. <laughs> yeah, this, if you're going to be so civilized about it, then there's no fun in Hafta also, na? You have said, "Tujhe pail dunga." What did he say? Chape dunga. Chape dunga. No, okay. Mehir, seriously, I think um, I don't know if you've read John Lee Anderson's um, biography of Che. Um, I think context matters. I personally am not a fan of Stalin. No, I'll answer that question as an easy one to answer. Would I look at someone wearing a Che T-shirt the same way that I would? you know view a 10 year old boy attending an rss shakha no i wouldn't and i will tell you why and i'll try not to make this garbled but i'll i'll just try to explain there are certain things that are the that is the legacy a person leaves behind his most you know important aspect so for me chair's most important aspect was him taking on the might of the american you know nation who was backing the dictator in cuba and just 68 of them landing up at the beach and defeating that dictator and you have to understand before che and fidel came on the dictator they fought was not some wonderful democratic person so it's like uh, they were the underdogs fighting something yes i don't think they became the most benevolent people but in the context of that year they were the lesser of the two evils and more importantly it was an impossible fight it was like you know one of us fighting mike tyson and winning that was the and that is what is the main thing about i think what che is known for he had many rants against homosexuals he had some really regressive views on other issues just like bapu did just like ambedkar did i mean ambedkar is seen as this hero in fact has anyone seen that video of his that's going around his interview black and white film where With bbc, BBC no, I seen, I where he talks about democracy so someone could just take that bite of ambedkar and say he was undemocratic he didn't believe in democracies but see people are complex so for me and also che became a pop culture phenomena because at that time you know f- you know shortly after that the whole vietnam thing happened the american imperialism was real you know we tend to forget that what america did to south america was horrible country after country and why che is attractive to many people is that even after he got power he said fuck this i'll go fight he would rather have gone back in the forest and fought and then died there rather than stay in power as a minister that he was made so i don't think everything about che is good just like i don't think everything bapu is good but like you know when i die would i be known for my pettiness and my you know being a terrible reporter would be known for my phenomenal football skills obviously i found phenomenal football skills right so people can say he is a jerk because he was a shitty journalist but they can't say he was a bad football player you know what sure. i'm saying sure <laughs> i making sense very subtle that that's why i'm saying it because no one can corroborate that <laughs> but yeah I, I, so that's that's the answer anyone else has any add why do you think some people's like no, i am i am more interested in stalin so huh. uh you don't seem the kind who would idealize him anand i'm disappointed no <laughs> stalin's uh, effect on people in no, india no means no. what why you see uh eric wops hobsman hobson the left wing historian superstar academic now he in a very recently published biography he is quoted to have said that people would have uh, been kinder to stalin if soviet model clicked hmm. yeah so he has uh, so um, like mao mao's uh, uh, you see massacre of millions is not so much talked about because china model is clicking though in a very post maoist way mm. in a, in a kind of capitalist way but, but it he's is still there post uh, china yes. they haven't dismissed him so stalin now 
but eric hop swim the important thing is now he was such a committed uh, committed communist that in the uh, same book his latest biography there is a reference that when his wife was having uh, an extramarital affair he objected not to her uh, uh, say infidelity but because her new man was not a part uh, not a part of the communist party so ंग a certain number of people might have stopped looking for jobs after they failed to find one in 8 to 12 months which may have led to the dip in employment numbers unquote i am not saying that it was similar in worst case here but my very limited point is that jaggi's tweet is not totally irrational as it was made to appear in the last hafta discussion i'm not an expert and i do not know the methodology used in calculation of unemployment in india so i'm not defending him also when it will be trump's third supreme court judge and not second if rbg that skinsberg stops breathing keep up the good work thanks subscriber You well, you're right uh, on the second and third judge, but I do think Jaggi's tweet was not. Um, I mean, I disagree. Sorry. And That's also, okay. I think uh, if even Jaggi thought it was a bit rational, he would have written a piece on it. He usually defends his. Yeah. You know, know, when he gets backlash, he usually writes a piece defending his position. He didn't hear. So also in America, the unemployment numbers. A, the data is a lot more solid. B, if you are not looking for a job, you are not going to die of starvation. You see that context is very important in India. You can't see, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting a job of my standard, so I just won't look for a job. I'll look for a better yeah. one. Uh, dude, we are not America. वहाँ पर even a person below the poverty line can buy a pair of Nike sneakers. No, Here, that's an exaggeration. No, but they, they can live. No, they can. They, I mean, you, dude, I have seen panhandlers there or whatever those what they call beggars. को panhandlers कहते हैं ना वहाँ फर्स्ट वर्ल्ड में बेगर्स नहीं कहते मैं तो कभी गई नहीं अच्छा आप तो पैनहैंडर्स कहते हैं ना आप तो वहीं से हैं नहीं मतलब आप तो वहां पढ़ी हैं बट डोंट दे कॉल पैनहैंडर्स अच्छा खैर आई हैव सीन देम वेयर कैट्स नाम लाइक यार तेरे कैट्स तो बड़े अच्छे हैं मेरे मेरी औकात नहीं आई खरीदने की तू भीख मांग रहा है ऐसा आई हैव सीन दैट आई एम जस्ट आई एम जस्ट सेइंग सो दिस ईमेल इज फ्रॉम जेसल पारेख जेसल सजेस्ट्स अ पॉडकास्ट हाय आई हैव बीन अ सब्सक्राइबर फॉर द पास्ट ईयर आई वुड लाइक टू सजेस्ट ऑल ऑफ यू लिसन टू दिस एपिसोड फ्रॉम द न्यूयॉर्क टाइम्स द डेली पॉडकास्ट The link is there. It's Trump Interview News Media. It's a podcast where the publisher of the New York Times, A.G. Salzberger, talks to Donald Trump and tells him about the effect of his anti-press rhetoric, the effect his anti-press rhetoric is having on journalism and journalists across the world, and how the dictators around the world are using his rhetoric to suppress free press. What was striking to me was how the publisher and the two NYT journalists were able to strike a balance between respecting the office of the president while asking him tough questions. Would love to hear your thoughts on this, Jaisal. Just like absolutely right. Here, either we are shouting, "Oh, chip, do not touch! Oh, pail, do not! Oh, teri ta! Oh, sir!" Or we are saying, "Sir, sir, how did you do it? What is that uh, immortal line?" So much work, so much work, and what is it? Can I kiss your feet or your ass? But that, yeah, you're right. I think that's a desi thing. Either we'll say, "Are you manners?" Go, they showed it. For example, you know, many interviews I've seen where I see someone losing his or her temper and making a spectacle of themselves on Twitter. The narrative is, "They kissed him, they showed it." So if you shout at someone or you abuse yeah, the person yeah, yeah. to their face it is an achievement 
even news channels push it out like that so they'll take a clip out of say anjana or sambet or someone fighting and saying you know look at this heated intense debate yeah it's actually promoted also, as something quite pr pr uh, teams of celebrities mm. uh, they swing into action now how this say some actor or a sports star how this shut this uh, shut him up shut him up huh? yeah. how he is winning internet or with this reply uh-huh. where was the contest who is winning you don't know <laughs> so watch blah 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 shut blah 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 is a standard thing you see everywhere it's just yeah okay we'll wind up with that let's get the recommendations madhu first uh, the book that i'm reading is the ethics of invention and uh technology and the human future i think mm. it's a very important book at this time uh there's another book which i haven't got which i would recommend because i've read about it is by shoshana zuboff which has been hailed as um the seminal book on how technology is uh, the impact of it on our lives and it's even been compared to books such as you know karl marx's book on on that period this is the book of this period oh okay and all the more relevant for us thank you madhu anand your recommendation for the week okay so it was also a week when in which uh, mr kamalnath uh, reserved 70% of uh, uh, say oh, yeah. jobs madhya pradesh jobs uh, in madhya pradeshis so uh, means uh, so funny meant the point was that he has uh, proposed not now it's law that uh, uh, companies investing in madhya pradesh would have to reserve 70% of seats for locals now it's not uh, only congress with some months back vijay rupani also said that 80% of jobs should be there for gujaratis in gujarat mm. and now I, i can see the political compulsions and it is not something to be dismissed there can be local demand it is i think it's more complex than taking sides mm. but uh, there is a report by uh, an oxford team by amitabh mattu and some excerpts of it was in economic times also uh, amitabh mattu and there is one uh, jacko and one maggie three people have written it now it has some interesting i i am recommending that and two three points from that in a survey of 80 countries india is the at the bottom of internal migration only 30% of people migrate in india migrant means people who are not living in their place of birth sure. and two third of it two third of it are interstate migrants now india is 80 even totalitarian china which has hukou it is a policy hukou which restricts migration now even it fares better than india it fares better than india so this uh, uh, narrative that there are a lot of people migrating may not hold up on global scale uh, also lot of migrants are women who migrate after marriage they may be at disadvantage in seeking jobs in other states uh, under this law hmm, so so point. who migrate so th- that's more complex but anyway 
anyway so mr mr nath mr kamal nath is himself a migrant holding the chief ministership in madhya pradesh he was not born in madhya pradesh mm. so <laughs> so you are recommending a report speaking yeah, of report. wanting entertainment huh <laughs> no but it's quite interesting i would imagine that we have a lot of migration i'm no, surprised no. that 30% i'm surprised no, you see 30% of such a big issue for, for every 30% of more than 1. Point, uh, more than 150 crore indians is lot so uh, second is of course i have referred to manu joseph's speech on anna hazare movement why it was not televised this time so uh, in mint okay. uh, third is that um, uh, we are a country where any week does not pass without a festival now in my part of the country say bihar eastern up and west bengal the basant panchmi that is on 10th is a major festival now i am recom- it's also sarswati puja so uh, a poem come uh, in context of that by nirala uh, it's about uh, means uh, a home is to knowledge that varde varde vina vadini varde the link is below you can yes. check that out neha i will recommend a piece by the new yorker but i guess everyone would have already read it by now uh the dan mallory piece uh by yeah. ian parker yeah. which um, is basically uh so dan mallory is known for his uh, book i mean he writes under the pseudonym of aj finn he was also at jlf recently much celebrated uh so the piece is about how he has basically faked everything about his life uh risen very very high in the publishing world in both london and new york and gotten this bestseller his book was a uh, was the f- one of the first debut number one on new york times list in like years and years and uh, and how he's basically lied throughout his life about having cancer or having recovered having uh, his mother die of cancer his mother is still alive his oh dear. brother yeah, quite committed suicide <laughs> so it's just uh, this crazy story obviously uh with uh, some you know like uh, i mean with shades of that in his own book uh what it made me think about was also how to do this kind of a story so when the writer reached out to several of these people they were like oh my god i kept thinking when somebody will you know ask me about it uh uh because everyone kind of knew but nobody did anything they went on twitter so one of the one of the guys says that i was waiting for the call i was wondering if it would be you or fbi or fbi exactly so he was actually like quite a he was a shady character but it's amazing to see how so many people bought into Bo- it and yeah. these are like you know people in the high ups in the publishing world it's not like you ah, know he, london new york london yeah. and new york so you know this is the scale uh, it made me think about how as journalists uh, we often uh, especially in in the indian context with me too like so many people we know about we've heard so much of uh, but we haven't read uh, you know specific things about them in pieces like that and how a story like that can actually be done it it will take its time i i'm talking about those who've not had uh, accounts written about but people we have heard stories of from multiple people and yet why has no one done a piece why has it? no one done a piece and this kind of because in for this piece the uh, dan mallory did not speak to the author or uh, many of the principal characters so how do you do a piece when when you do not have uh, you know substantive proof but but he did manage to like you know dig out everything so it, i think it as an as a journalist it was also fascinating on on the process uh, of of doing things I like that a, yeah. a, a similar story not a sorry manish for come to just finish on this I'd like to do a documentary because I think it'll be more fun visually. You know, 
seeking out Narendra Modi's childhood. I mean, you don't have a single person who went to school with you. You don't have a single professor who taught you. You don't have a single person you served tea to. So I think this whole, I mean, I find it highly unlikely that at the age of 67, if I say I went, I did school, I was punished here, someone will say, I remember this jackass, he's gassing. He used to play shit football. We used to kick him around. He was a sidekick from hell. There'll be some guy who will say that, na? So Modi ji ke saath, to I think that's a classic, but here to PM ke baare mein koi nahi karega, baaki to chodo. Haan. <laughs> I'll recommend two news laundry pieces this time. One is, it's time to talk about racism in Assam by Suraj Gogoi. It's a very well-written piece. And Ayush's piece on Harvest TV. It's quite an interesting, complicated journey of this Christian evangelical channel and how it became a news channel. Read that. Okay, my recommendation for the week is from one of my favorite podcasts, Planet Money and their news, you know, show they've called The Indicator, A Bond is Born. It tells you how a bond came about, you know, a government mm. bond. And it's a really fascinating story. You can listen to the whole thing. It's a very short nine-minute podcast. But basically, the city of Venice, which was this hub for traders, it was like the most happening. It was a New York of, of, of that era. Um, the people who were governing it used all the money to build a navy and ships to kind of take on an imminent attack that they thought was coming. And those ships got destroyed, all the money got sunk. And the Venetians uh, surrounded these guys and bashed them up and they chased them through the streets. So these guys said, we'll give you the money back. And that's how government bond came, that in installments they'd get back. So a government bond was invented out of necessity. So yeah, so it's a it's a fun story, and now government bonds are this security which is solid as oak. It wasn't so back then. On that note, thank you Neha for joining us. Appreciate it. What does your name mean? I just feel conscious answering that question. It means the root of intelligence. Oh yar, humility to root se aaye. Should cut that out totally. <laughs> yar, mine means welcome. Abhinandan. <laughs> In fact, when I went, you know, I, Abhinandan. I went to this hotel. It wasn't very fancy hotel. Because my Yokat is not fancy hotel. Me, Rane ki. And when I opened the room service, up there was Abhinandan. I said, "Bloody, they have fucking personalized fucking menu." Then I said, "Abhi chuti hai, Abhinandan. So, sabke welcome, sabke likha hai." Oh shit, fuck that. So, uh, yeah. So, thanks for joining us. I'll leave you guys with this song. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, just another appeal: do subscribe. because uh, we depend on your subscriptions to keep us going we are going to be setting up a target of collecting 16 lakhs so we can send our journalists all over the country to cover the upcoming elections we'll give you guys one month to ask your friends relatives family to kind of uh, you know to contribute towards the cause so that we can bring you some awesome reports until then goodbye thank you don't you know the talking about a revolution is ours Poor people are gonna rise up and get their share. Poor people are gonna rise up and take what's theirs. Don't you know you better run, 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 run. Oh, I said you better. Talking about a revolution, oh, oh no. Talking about a revolution, oh, oh, while they're still.
turning in the wilted line. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.